Brothers and sisters of the barbecue world, Cowboy Kev here welcoming you to another episode of Man Meat Barbecue with your host, Mikey K. Man Meat Barbecue is proudly sponsored by Fire and Smoke Barbecue. If you're looking for a new seasoning, head over to fireandsmokebbq.com. We ship nationwide or pick up a catering menu for those of you in the Chicago area. Also brought to you by Myron Mixon Smokers. If you're a caterer competition or just a backyard cooker, we have the smoker for you. Go check them out at MyronMixonSmokers.com. And now, here is your host, Mikey K. What's up, guys? So today we are hanging out with the CEO of Heels in Health. Um, if you guys aren't aware of the brand, um, it is a African spice brand for health, savory food. Um, they're doing a lot of cool stuff, so we're gonna let them let it. We're gonna talk about it. Um, and it's a very, very cool brand. If you want to go check it out, it's Heels in Health, all one word on Instagram. If you go to the, if you want to go to their website and check out kind of their whole product line, it's just heelsinhealth.com. Super simple. Um, I think it's across all platforms. It's the exact same. Uh, YouTube also. So I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show and hanging out with us. Um, so thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate this. So my first question is, what made you want to do this? So I actually started following you guys on Instagram, and I love how you guys discuss barbecue, and you have all your unique barbecue ideas. And I just feel like, you know, there's so much history uh, behind American barbecue. I would love to share the greatness behind African barbecue, too. Mm-hmm. Um because it's it's so funny. It's like almost everything is the same. Because as we know, you know, barbecue actually originated as a Caribbean-based thing. And it spread out through all other cultures. Correct. So... I um, was on I was on Instagram one day and um, you all like uh, just like grabbed my attention. I was like, oh, my God, they really know a lot about barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, but what what kind of what made you want to start your what made you want to start Heels and Health? So I actually started my brand because I um, I believe nutrition, I believe food is something that um, can either be used against you or it can be used for you. And um, my company's name originated because there is like there's there's health in in food. There's you know, there's healing in food and a lot of uh, comorbidities and things people suffer from if they just change their eating um, you know, they would be better off. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So for me, I, um, used to be almost 300 pounds. I lost 150 pounds. Ooh, good for you. Thank you. Um, I was featured in people magazine, people bodies, and, and that was that losing just my first 96 pounds. And that kind of gave me the encouragement to keep going. And, you know, I kept getting, people kept reaching out to me. how did you do it? Can you help me? And I decided to create my brand to show people that you can still eat very good and still live a very healthy lifestyle. Like your food doesn't have to be bland. Um, if you know how to season your foods, your meats, your veggies, all that stuff properly, you will not feel like you're missing too much of anything um, in the world, you know? Absolutely. And you know what? I kind of feel like let's go down this rabbit hole because I I, want to go down this rabbit (laughs) hole right now. So Mm -hmm. many people look at spices or spice blends or Mm -hmm. barbecue rubs Mm -hmm. as like, okay, well, no, they're bad for you. There's so much sugar in them. Um, Or I want to eat super healthy. So I can't, I can't put anything on my food. Right. Right. They're like, I can't, I can't put that on my food. I can't put that on my food. And, and that's actually the total opposite. Exactly. It is. It's a very weird. Um, we're getting a little bit of weird feedback. I don't know if that's your mic being a little too close to. Uh... How about now? Sorry. Oh, that is so perfect. Okay. Um. It, you know, it, it's like people feel like they can't season their food if they want it to be healthy, and that's mm-hmm. very not true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you just have to make sure that you're purchasing the right brands of spices. I'm telling you, there are some spices that are so um, strong that you don't even need much of it to get that. If you're if you're a good cook, you know what I mean. Yep. You don't even need much of it to get that proper f- uh, flavoring and even like marinating. A lot of people, you know, the way society is now, everything is like on the go, on the go, on the go. So they trying to prepare meals the same night. And if you, if you preset yourself up, like, okay, I'm going to marinate a good roast and I'm going to make sure that it's marinating well so that when I do put it on and I put rub on it, it's going to be like (laughs) life changing when I eat it. You know, and again, that goes back to like what you said, like people feel like, oh, you know, if I use this, I'm not going to be successful in my diet. And that's actually opposite. So I am a actual keto eater and keto is the way that I lost so much weight. And in keto, you eat a lot of meat, you eat a lot of veggies, you know what I'm saying? You just really cut down on sugars and stuff like that. So I had to find spices and rubs and things like that and even put together my own stuff um, so that I could still be able to eat these foods and still feel like I'm really every day when I eat as a keto eater, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. You know, I think it's, yeah, it's like the most simplest diet to be on. And um, everything is just so yummy. A good with, again, with like just flavoring things correctly. And uh, I think people miss that concept. You know, your food doesn't have to be bland for you to go on a healthy diet. Um, You just you will have to cook more. It is going to require you to be in the kitchen more than being in a restaurant more. Very true. Um, I will agree with you on that. It is definitely um, when going out to eat, uh, it Mm -hmm. is it is a little bit harder to eat healthier. Mm -hmm. And I find it very funny. The people that are like, I got out to eat all the time and I eat super, super healthy. Yes, don't get me wrong. Um, mm-hmm. You you can eat healthy in different restaurants. There's definitely restaurants out there that are gonna that are going to be super health conscious mm-hmm. uh, for you. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you really look at most restaurants, are going to use. A, a, Depending, and I, I can't say most, I won't say most, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but the cheaper restaurants are going to use yeah. cheaper cuts of meat. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. You they know, have so to. They have to, you know, um, it's a money management issue for them and they have to keep cash flow in the business. And um, one thing I have learned being in this business, like I've been dubbed the Coco Chanel of spices on Instagram. Okay. And uh, the reason is that you know, you know, my thing is like if if you can if you can buy a Gucci bag, you can spend a little bit more on what you put in your system. You know, so it's it's always you get what you pay for. So you pay you may pay a little more for more exotic uh, in of spices, but that's what you're paying for. You're paying for, uh, you know, you're paying to get something that majority of like even restaurants, like if you go to a high end restaurant, there's more quality. Yeah. You're going to pay more for the meals there, but there's more quality and more uh, flavor, more, even the experience put inside of the food. Correct. Now, would you say, now, do you think like when it comes to spices, I feel like a lot of people are, are, are miseducated. Yes. Um, and there, there's uh, a very, um, almost like a, uh, Man, what's the word I'm looking? Almost like a like a gap of, of mm-hmm. people that are like, oh no, I know, I know exactly what I want. I know exactly the flavor profile I like, and mm-hmm. then they and then they list just some random like spice right. blend that they like got on the store or like you know their dad used or their mom used. You know what I mean? And it's like, mm-hmm. do you know what's actually in there? Yeah, and that's the thing. See, people also need to know that there is actually a difference between spices and seasonings. You know, a uh, spice is a uh, it's it's a vegetation pro- uh, product. You know what I'm saying? Like just the way that they're just the way it's it's grown, and people don't know that. Like I, I've got somebody before um, who contacted me, and she said, "Well, I just want something that's like." 
she automatically thought when I said spices that everything is spicy, and that's so far from the truth. Oh yeah, like a, a heat, like it, 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 it has, it, it's going to be, you know, it's going to give the, the food a lot of heat. Mm-hmm, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, you know, I, I always tell people like it's gonna is what spices do versus seasoning. Seasoning you use that to flavor your food. I always explain it to them that spices are more used to elevate and heighten the taste of the food. So you can you can season your food or season your your meal really well, and then that spice will be that extra added. You know, like a like. Okay, for example, like you guys, you do like uh, meats all the time. Yep. So when you marinate your meat, you marinate it in a citrus flavor or whatever it is. And then later you'll put that rub on the meat when you're actually going to put it on the grill. Yeah. So I explain it to people like that. Like you don't have to necessarily cook with all your spices. You're going to still use your seasoning and stuff, but then you're going to marinate it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're going to, when it comes out, you're going to either throw it on the grill with that extra spice, you know, in Nigeria, which is originally where I'm from. Uh, we have a popular uh, street. It's a street food called Suya. Okay. And that's one of the spices that I sell. It's actually made with um, peanuts, dried peanuts okay. it's, um, inside of the spice. And it's so good. It's so savory. And, um, you know, they use it after they, you know, flavor their meat how they want to. And some people don't even have to flavor their meat because the spice is so potent that you just put some on there and you throw it on the grill. And it's like the best meat that you've eaten it with, you know. And originally... Um, like I know a lot of people eat it with like beef or chicken or shrimp. It's a very uh, diverse spice. You can also use it with seafood or poultry or meat, but um, it's really good actually on goat meat. Okay. I'm always so, down to try a little bit of goat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I, I think one of the big things is, um, you, you know, you mentioned street food and street food, street food tends to be, I think I think it tends to intrigue us, and it, then it tends to scare us a little bit, right? Yeah. And it tends to to at least in, in the United States, there's mm-hmm. not as much street food as there is in other cultures and in other countries, right? Um, yeah, that's so true. We just don't we just don't have that here. Um, and when people think street food here, unfortunately, they kind of think hot dog carts and 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 really really shitty food. But in, in mm-hmm. like like you said, in Nigeria and other countries, street mm-hmm. food really is what people live off of. Yes. You know what I mean? That's yes. the quick, that's that that's the that's the fast food in a sense. But it's yes. not absolutely bad fast food, right? It's not exactly. it's not the McDonald's that you're thinking of. Exactly. The processed food. See, that is so that that is so true. What you just said, it's that is so funny. So it's like, the yeah, it's still street food is still on the go food, but it's yep. not going through that process of the processed foods like you buy that processed burger from McDonald's or that processed bread that you're eating from Subway. You know, it's not manufactured. It's still it's it's a, it's like a home cooked meal on the go. Basically, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to say it. And if you, if you mm-hmm. think about it, I mean, you have those people that don't look at it that way, and they don't mm-hmm. understand that, like, a lot of these humans that are, you know, running these street carts. Yeah. Um, and I say humans because they can be male or female. I don't, I don't right. really care. Um, <laughs> right. But they. they they, they take a lot of pride in this food. Like mm-hmm. a lot of this food is, you know, recipes that have been passed down yes. um, from, you know, from grandma, from, from great, great grandma, you know, it's been in the family for years, years, you know, whatever. And it's like, well, it's like, why do you make it this way? I, I don't know. It's like, mm-hmm. because that's how I was told. That's to how make it was it. done. <laughs> like, right. And they don't take that. Like, they don't take that easy way out. They don't take the, um, they don't take the, the 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 simple way out of making yeah. it. They still make it the old old school hard way of making yeah. it, which is why it's good, and which mm-hmm. is why it's not necessarily bad for you. 
Exactly. Exactly. You know, if you've ever looked at like, let's say you make a salad at home and you can throw like grilled shrimp into your salad with some really good, just seasoning the shrimp really well or something like that. And you go buy a salad from McDonald's and you look at McDonald's or Wendy's and you're like, why is this salad a thousand calories? Please help me understand this. (laughs) You know, and it's really because of the way it's processed, the way you know, all those preservatives have added all these extra calories to, you know, what you're trying to eat and it's not healthy for you. Well, and I mean, that's because realistically the game that they're playing is shelf life. Yes. Um, yes. For, for what most people don't understand is if, if you're in this industry, if you're, if you're in the, in the food industry, shelf life is your, worst enemy in a sense yeah uh because it really you start, is you start to look at stuff and you say okay i got i got x y and z in right now and this mm-hmm. has to be used by thursday exactly right? this has to be used in a week mm-hmm. this, this has an expiration date and right. that's why so many places will throw specials on the menu yeah um, that's yeah. why, uh, you know, you don't eat seafood on Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And on, only only industry people will understand that. Kind mm-hmm. of if you're not mm-hmm. in the industry, uh, the, or the Monday afternoon special. Yeah. Seafood, you don't want to do that. It, at, like, people don't get that. They're like, wait, what? Monday afternoon? Like, if there's a special on Monday or Tuesday of seafood? Yeah. That, is, that food is, that, that, that. Fish yeah. is from last Friday it or really from last is. Thursday. Yeah, and they a lot just, of people don't know that that's not in the industry. You're so right. And, the, the you know, the reason it, it is, it's that way is because as a chef, you look at it and you go, I need to turn this product. Yeah. I, or I'm going to throw it away. Yeah, yeah. That's my only it's other like, option. I, I know, either and sell it's like it at a lesser could... cost or I throw yes. it away completely. Yes. And the lesser cost will always win, you know, but when you look at big companies like McDonald's, Wendy's, you know, uh, you know, I like to call them food factories is what I call them. And they don't have to worry about that because of how they prepare their food to have this shelf life, which is not necessarily healthy for individuals, you know, um, but that's not what they care about. What they care about is how to turn a profit, you know, and then, well, I mean, you, you gotta you, think they're 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 turning a profit in a cheeseburger that costs yeah a dollar and nine cents yeah so they gotta put a bun they gotta put meat in there they gotta mm-hmm. put cheese they mm-hmm. gotta put lettuce tomato mm-hmm. ketchup yeah. all that stuff they gotta they mm-hmm. gotta put it all together in under a dollar and yeah. then they have to pay somebody to make it yes and pay somebody to take your money yes. They're paying two people yeah, in under a dollar and they're still making money. And they're still making money. And that speaks a lot about the food industry, though. You know, I always say you you, you got to get into industries where people will always require and need you. You know, people always need to eat. They always need something new. You got to get you got to get into those type of industries. But you can also still do them the right way and the honest way. And. Um, that's, that's another reason why I love rubs and spices and, you know, barbecue rubs and things like that, because you're not so much, you're not working so hard against that shelf life. You know what I'm saying? You're basically, you know, you know what I'm saying? You're not working against that. You're more so just pushing your product as showing people like this flavor, whatever you cook, you know what I'm saying? can absolutely boost the flavor of your foods. And, you know, people love stuff like that. Like I've went into the store before and just like, look at how pretty like a sauce bottle is or a seasoning packet is. And Uh I'm like, this looks so good on the outside. I got to try it and see what it tastes like inside. You know, they always say like the worst time to go grocery shopping is when you're hungry. Oh, it's the worst Um, time. And you walk you just, out with $400 worth of shit and you have no idea what you bought. <laughs> I'm serious. You're like, you really you're like okay, cool. I have all this stuff. And then you look at your cart and you're like, I didn't buy a single thing that I, I needed. I know. I know. It's like the list goes out the door and the, the hunger just like 
takes you through the aisles. It's it's insane. So I, that's one of my general rules. It's like if I'm going to go grocery shopping, I have to eat something first, especially if I know I'm going to be hungry because you know, I, I will leave out of there, especially like at a Costco or something. And I'll be like, well, what did I spend $500 on? What was see, I doing in there? I have a, see, I, I made a new rule the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to go not hungry, mm-hmm. but I can't go right after a meal. <laughs> okay. So I'll tell a small little story. We decided we, we were, you know, both me and my wife, magically mm-hmm. had the day off together and we we're mm-hmm. like we have to go grocery shopping let's mm-hmm. go grab food and then we'll go bro- grocery shopping because we're both hungry we don't want to go grocery shopping hungry right well so we both go and grab food we get get food we go grocery shopping we walk in we're like halfway through the store there's like four things in our cart and we look at each other and I'm like are we gonna buy anything and she's like i don't know she's like i don't want anything she's like i'm not hungry <laughs> And I'm like, I just literally like everything that I I, I see. I'm like, yeah, I don't really want that right now. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, cause I'm stuffed, right? Yes. So it's like I have to go. I have to find a middle ground where yeah. going. I don't want to go grocery shopping hungry, but I also don't want to go starving. Yeah, that's or, true. Or, you know, fat, the, yeah, fat. full on a yeah. full belly. I get what you're saying. See, that's why, like, so. One of the things that really helps me is like, so every week I'm always looking at like new flavors, um, new things to uh, heighten like the taste of my food and stuff like that, new rubs. So what I usually do is like I get a little pen, I go on my phone and I do all these researches. And what I actually do is research brands because generally if you find a sauce or a spice or a rub by one brand that you really enjoy nine times out of 10, they have other spices or, um, rubs or sauces that you're going to really love as well. Yeah. So I'll, I'll start with a brand and I'll say, you know what? I have this dressing, um, or this, uh, sauce that I use and I'm going to see what else this brand has and see if I can find it in the store. Like I do a lot. I'm such a busy person that, um, I do do a lot of my shopping through Amazon prime. Okay. Um, ever since whole foods bought them, they're like a dream come true now. Um, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Ever since Amazon bought, um, whole foods, you know, like they sliced Mm -hmm. their prices in half. It was like the best thing ever. And there's a certain brands that I look for, um, because as a keto eater, I do have to watch how much sugar is in certain type of foods that I, or spices or anything that I eat. I do have to watch the sodium really doesn't matter because, that's one of the things about being on, on keto because you're, you're tricking your body to use fat to burn fat. So it's like the, the concept is a little different. So I just get my little list. I make sure I eat something before I go to the store. And I, that helps me stick to my list versus, oh, now I'm so hungry. And, uh, you know, because when you're so hungry, that list goes out the window. You, you don't care about a list. You're hoping they got like someone's at uh, at the store, like giving out samples. You're trying to do something completely different. You know what I'm saying? You just like, look, I don't care about what I wrote on this list at the moment. I'll eat anything. So that's that's my little trick. Like, I don't necessarily eat to the point where I'm just like, oh, my God, like I want to like slump over. But I eat enough and then I stick to the list. And then if I see if a brand catches my eye, like that is a really cute bottle or something. I won't necessarily buy it right then and there. I'll probably get home, do a little research on it, see what people are saying about it. Then on the next grocery trip, make sure I pick it up and try it. If I like what's being said about it. Yeah, that's a good idea. See, I, I don't have that restraint, but yeah, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. a good, good way to do it. I, um, I usually just buy it <laughs> and then give it a try. But yeah, we can't all have that perfect restraint. I know. Uh, I will say, when I, I I do own another company, I own a company called Fire and Smoke Barbecue, um, okay. and we do we do barbecue rubs. Also, uh, mm-hmm. we we sell the flavors that we actually that we use to cook in our in our catering and our pop ups okay. and all that stuff. And 
when I was originally making our, our original flavor and kind of working through that and working through those rubs and working through that seasoning, um, I wanted it to I wanted it to be a little bit different, but not crazy different, right? Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I always noticed was when a lot of people smoke meats, you know, it, it's being cooked for a very long time. And what happens with sugar after it's been cooked for a long time? Well, it tends to turn black. It tends to, it tends to burn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, man, I want to make this a little bit more like – almost almost dummy proof right where it's, like, mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. gonna do that mm-hmm. so i was like what sweetener can i use that's mm-hmm. still gonna give me a sweetness in my rub but not not turn black right and, um what i kind of stumbled upon was i was like you know what i'm gonna use honey powder wow so i use honey powder as our sweetener and so there's no sugar in our rub Right. Now that I know, is so I know smart. some people. Some people will because we've been asked like by keto people or like, well, there's no mm-hmm. sugar, but there's honey powder. And I know some some keto people won't go with honey powder. They're like, no, right. that's not keto because it will, you know what? I I, I don't know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's like honey's not necessarily bad for you. No, and it's not. Honey doesn't doesn't break that honey breaks down in your in your in your system differently right yeah it's not like sugar it doesn't give it a huge rush it breaks down completely different um and i think using honey powder it's really changed our rub because like people are like what do you mean there's no sugar in it like there's absolutely no sugar in it wow and that that's been kind of not necessarily like a huge selling point but kind of like a Yeah, because if you look, have you ever seen like, um, I don't want to put any label out there, though, but like uh, lawyers, it's a, yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. And even in their garlic powder, they use sugar. So yeah. you're right. Like, and a lot of people, like, especially like keto people, they can't eat it. Um, you know what I have learned to do, though? It's like I have a little trick where, like, I use, um, you know, uh, the powder stevia. Yeah. And that's what I use to make my own ketchup. Okay. And it tastes amazing. It tastes amazing. Like, um, you know, because as a keto eater, you can have stevia. You know what I'm saying? So I I do think that, like, um, you do got to get creative. And I think using the honey powder, I think that that's very creative. That's, like, something I'm going to look into now because – and that's that's what also makes, like, our suya rub so good is because we use the peanut butter powder. So the peanut butter, it's like it gives that offset of that sweetness you need. Yeah. And there's no sugar, though. Exactly. But you still have that flavor profile yes. that you're really not necessarily, you know, that you're not craving, but you're looking for. Yep. And yeah. when, I mean, like I said, we use, we use honey powder and, and the honey powder just, it just works really, really well. Wow. 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 That is so honey awesome. powder doesn't burn mm-hmm. at the same rate that, rate that sugar does. That sugar yeah. Does. Yeah, that's super smart. That's super smart. And that's what I mean. Like, I think people just got to take the time and you got to, you know, you get a lot of people, they just don't do enough research, I want to say, into foods. And then it's like, well, I can't eat this or I can't eat that. And it's like, if you just take the time to do the research, you you, you can eat this. Well, um, I mean, most people don't quite understand a lot of stuff. And I, no. and I say that in the nicest way possible. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you get people that'll go to an Italian restaurant and be like, I'm gluten-free. And it's like, <laughs> okay, cool. So do you guys have any gluten-free pastas? And they're like, no. oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, we have this one pasta that's gluten-free because you had to ask for it. And they're like, right. okay, cool, I'm going to get that. But make sure you bring the bread basket over because we all want bread. Right. And right. it's like, it's oh, like... but you're gluten-free. Yeah, oh yeah, gosh. in the pasta. No. Oh, so you didn't no. figure out that gluten also is inside of a bread and they don't bread. they don't. They don't and that's and that's so and that's one of my objectives through my brand is so uh, food education, nutrition education for people um because you also have like neighborhoods like I'm from Chicago so you have yep. neighborhoods that are food deserts. And um, in those food deserts, they don't really get to try a lot of like 
nutrient dense foods or foods that like are they're just jam packed with sugar. They, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just unfortunately, all bad. It, it has it has to do with sugar's cheap. Yes, sugar is yes. cheap, and it it's it's just cheap, and that that's the, that's the only way to actually say it is sugar tends to be cheap. And mm-hmm. you can do a lot with it, and it can, it can, it's a gigantic filler. Yeah. Um, so people use it to fill. They do. They do. Like, I've seen someone cook spaghetti sauce with it, and I had a whole attitude the whole day uh, because it ruined. <laughs> I really thought I was going to um, have some of the sauce. And then when I learned she had poured, like, almost a pound of sugar in it, I was just like, yeah, um, I won't be having that. But you're right. It's like a. It's almost like um. What do you a filler? It's like a filler yeah. to put in whatever, and it'll stretch it out for people, and it'll taste very good in the moment. But then you'll be feeling probably kind of crappy a little later because you had too much because they probably put sugar in everything you ate. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are absolutely right. I think that um, it's. I think that it's so important for people to be just educated on nutrition. Uh, they would actually eat better. Well, and, uh, it's it's also like I mean, unfortunately, there are so many people in this um, on this planet and right in you know mm-hmm. in the United States that are looking for for food, and they they want it they want it to be healthier but cheaper, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, mm-hmm. those two don't exactly um, they don't they don't they don't coincide. coincide. It's mm-hmm. kind of it's like I want this to be built as well as possible, but I want to pay way less money for it. Well, unfortunately, it has to be built to break because yeah. they need to sell you four of them, not one of them, to make money. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, exactly. And it's just – it's kind of how that is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I, I have this discussion with, with some of my really good friends uh, mm-hmm. that, that are bakers. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. the problem is – is is that the wheat stock has changed in the Chicago or not Chicago? I'm sorry, in the in the United States, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is a wheat bushel used to generate? Let's say it was it was it, it was you know a gram of a flour, and I don't know if that's correct. I'm I'm just throwing this out there. I, I could be talking out of my ass, but it's fine. It'll it'll work mm-hmm. for this uh for this mm-hmm. example. It used to generate a, a gram of flour, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the the farming industry looked at that and they said, listen, we can't make enough money off a gram of flour per wheat bushel. We need one wheat bushel to generate four grams or five grams, right? So now mm-hmm. they started playing with the, with the structure of the plant, the molecular structure of the plant. And they broke down that molecular structure so much where they could change it and manipulate it and morph it and change and make it produce the amount of flour that they want mm-hmm. to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, when you mess with that stuff, it's GMO'd. It's GM, you know, it's g- genetically modified. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, now when you when you messed with that, you you not only changed the structure of the flour that you're getting, <laughs> right? You changed everything. You so, have. So people that are like, well, I'm gluten-free. The reason you're uh, gluten intolerant, well, why weren't there so many people that were gluten intolerant, you know, I 50 years ago? The reason they, they weren't gluten intolerant is because the fucking flour was different. Yes. <laughs> yes. I completely – I you, so my nephew, who I love dearly, um, he just turned five today um, – his dad, he has a really good, a really bad gluten allergy. And I try to explain this to my brother all the time. I don't think that he's allergic to gluten. I think that the foods are changed so drastically that it's really not, oh, he's allergic to gluten. It's a, it, he's allergic to whatever process they took that particular food item through for them to make it. And I tell him this all the time because um, I'm going to give you an example of myself. I was so before a while, like when I was a, a kid, like I used to eat shrimp all the time. Like it was no big deal. Then there was this one day I was out um, at an event and um, they had cocktail shrimp there. 
So, you know, these are the shrimp, you know, the cocktail shrimp, um, a lot of them, they're like pre-packaged, pre-made or whatever, and they have preservatives in them. So, of course, yeah. Oh my God. So I have one and like my, my lips started swelling up. My tongue was swelling up. I was like, oh my God. I was like, what is going on? I said, I've, I've eaten shrimp all the time. And I went to the doctor, you know, um, I had to take a Benadryl that night and everything. I went to the doctor like the next day or two days later. And they were like, oh, you know, um, when you get older, you can develop certain allergies, blah, blah, blah. Sure, you so, can. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so I went a year or two. And I don't know what I had. Okay. So I had a friend of mine that had, um, she was having like a get together at her house. And there was shrimp there. And she was telling me, she was like, oh, no, I don't buy the uh, uh, pre-cooked shrimp. She said, I always buy the wild caught and I cook it myself. So I said, okay. The raw ones, yeah. Yeah. So me, I'm like, I really miss shrimp. Uh, my <laughs> my siblings, they make fun of me so much. They said, um, I would try shrimp. I, I miss it so bad that I would just have like my EpiPen ready <laughs> when I wanted to eat some. Yep. So anyway, she, she cooked the shrimp. Nothing happened. So this whole time, these these two years, I'm telling people like, no, I'm allergic to shrimp. I can't I, I can't eat shrimp. Um, I've twice I've You're had like to the preservative. Yes, I'm allergic to whatever preservative that was put in it because it happened to me twice with the cocktail shrimp and those shrimps, they're they're made they they come already cooked with the preservatives in it. So well, here gotta, it is. You gotta think about it. They cook it right, mm-hmm. and and then, and then they sell it to you. Who knows? A week later, two weeks later. Right. So that right. shit can't go bad. Now you exactly. go cook a piece of shrimp. You go put it in a refrigerator, and you tell me how quick it goes bad. Yeah. Without anything so on true. it, right? It's the that's shelf so life. It's, it's the fact that you have to have shelf life mm-hmm. in this industry. You, you just have yeah. to. And yeah. like you, like you kind of said, we have, we're all busy. So we're all starting to buy. We're trying to quick buy solutions. stuff with, mm-hmm. that are quick solutions. And mm-hmm. unfortunately you're paying a different price for that, that you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. It's like you're you're paying the price of your health. And that's what I try to tell people all the time. Like, I can go into like this mass production in uh industry and start popping out like for you know, all these different foods that I know like will be like, oh my god, everybody grab them because they're two and three dollars. No, I think that there has to be like an offset in society now where people have to realize you're gonna pay a lot of a little bit more, but that little bit more that you're paying is going to go so much more further for you. You know, you're, you're, it's essentially the old saying, you get what you pay for. So I think that's becoming truer now than mm-hmm. ever before. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely get what you pay for. Um, if you go to like, you know what I always love? Um, like my, if I go out to eat with like my siblings, they would say, oh, you know, let's go to uh, such and such. And I will always ask them, what type of restaurant is it? I'd rather go to like the hole in the wall restaurant that they're preparing this food every day. They're not buying stuff and stocking it in the back like a McDonald's, a Burger King, a Wendy's, a Chili's. You know what I'm saying? A Friday, something like that. I'd rather go to one of those places. You get, first of all, you don't feel like crap. You're not still hungry because I don't know if you remember a while ago, um, McDonald's admitted I forget what this substance is called that they put in the food to make you hungry again. So it's like right right after you eat, you're still hungry. I didn't know that. I didn't hear that. Yes. It was like this big thing on uh, CBS. They were talking about it. Um, And and it's so funny because people will hear all this stuff about McDonald's and everywhere else. And they'll still turn their nose down at the restaurants that are doing it the more nutritious and healthy way because they cost more. You know, and it's it's just a product of society. It's a product of the environment you grew up in, um, and just primarily too, like what someone can afford. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of things you do, you'll you'll notice what type of audience you attract depending on what type of foods you're, you're selling. You know, I like have uh, I have like quite a few people that frequently order from my site. They're very happy with. 
Um, and, you know, I, I, I send them out stuff all the time because we, we notice them as like the, the, the real regulars. And, you know, people pay for, I think, the cost of your health um, in the long run is what you pay for in the present. So you may not feel that everything that you're eating um, now is affecting you. You know what I'm saying? But then you got some time and then you go, well, I... You know, I don't feel good. I don't feel whatever. And it's like, well, you know, you've been eating McDonald's for about five years straight for every other meal. Something something has to give. And I always tell people like what I believe in is moderation. You can have, you know, you can have foods like don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to sit here and say, like, I never have ice cream or I never have a donut. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying those things, but what I'm saying is that we're more so speaking about the everyday culture of food, um, you know, flavoring. It, it cannot be unhealthy. It, 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 it just is not sustainable. I'll say that it's not sustainable to be unhealthy for a long period of time, you know? Well, yeah, I totally understand you. Yeah. And that, you know, it and it and it comes down to um good spices cost money. Yeah. Um yeah. they really do. Uh they're they're not cheap. Mm-mm. They're not cheap to make, they're not no. cheap to um produce. Mm-mm. And a lot of people when they're looking at unfortunately a lot of spices, like if you go if you if you go to your spice go to your spice rack right now um, and things that are already pre-mixed and stuff like that, you open it, or you look at it, you turn it around to the back. I almost guarantee you most of them, their second ingredient will be sugar. Yeah. Or some yep. sort of sugar. Yes. It might not say sugar, but it, it may, it may say something similar to sugar. Exactly. And people don't know what, you know, they, they use those fancy. I always tell people if you can't recognize what you're reading out on the label, nine times out of 10, you may not want to get it. You know what I'm saying? If it's giving you all these, um, uh, like for my undergrad, I went to school for biology. If it's giving you all this, these biological terms that you feel like, okay, I, now I got to Google the 50 other ingredients on here that is, you know, I don't think you should eat it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I eat shit with that. That's like that. Yeah, me wrong. too. Because uh, uh, it tastes good. But, right. But you know right. what I mean? It, it, it is. I under, I totally get you. And the thing that I look at, um, especially when it comes to being in the barbecue world, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we do we do have our own sauce. And yes, we mm-hmm. do have sugar in our sauce. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. we, we do have... We don't have sugar in any of our rubs. We have sugar in mm-hmm. our sauce. But mm-hmm. at the same time, we don't mm-hmm. sauce any of our meat. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it is up to the client to put that up on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if they decide that they want to put a ton of sauce on it, mm-hmm. that's their problem, not mine. <laughs> exactly. 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 I know exactly what you mean. Because I, I, I think it does break down to... I mean, most people are roughly addicted to sugar. Yes. Um, and, you know, there's been studies that have shown that sugar is more addictive than cocaine. Oh, my um, God. Please don't get me started with that. And I know which one you're talking about. You can actually go on YouTube and watch the video. And um, I think they gave the them to lineup. the lab, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I-, I watched that and I'm just like, that is so true because... Have you ever been on a diet and you don't know exactly like what what's wrong with you? Like what it's so hard to break from eating sugar. It's insane because it's in everything. It's in everything. Oh, it's in fucking everything. Yes. Like uh, well, like I said, you you go go to you don't even have to go to your spice cabinet. Go to your um, sugars and shit that you would never think sugar would be inside of. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it is a. Um, a cheap filler uh, yeah it i don't know if it's still true so i would have to google it to make sure 
Mm-hmm. But um, at one point, McDonald's buns were considered to be cakes. And the oh reason they were considered to, to be cakes is because they actually contained enough sugar in mm-hmm. them to be to, to be technically a cake. That's insane. That's insane. So how, now, now you're over here eating this sugar burger. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Now <laughs> you're eating a fucking sugar burger. You yeah. don't even know it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it 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 it's so it's so true that um, I, you know what I I will say this though I I because you you know you you can't blame these industries completely right I don't Be- you can't you can't because they're doing what they have to do to be sustainable to be successful to keep growing right mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, man, nobody's walking up to you and saying you got to go eat this fucking hamburger exactly exactly so you gotta kind of you gotta take some responsibility to develop the acquired knowledge that you need to know what you're supposed to be eating and if you have a family you know what you're supposed to be making for your family and teaching your family how to eat yep you know and i understand i think i i I am i am a firm believer and I, i understand that eating healthier on a budget is way harder yes absolutely it is it is a hundred and ten percent harder. It is. It is it is it, almost, is. it is almost damn near impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the price of certain foods. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And that's why time, like you have to do at the same time. An apple roughly costs forty five cents. Mm-hmm. And a Snickers bar costs a dollar fifty. There you go. There you that, go. You know what I mean? It's like, all that's, about. That, that's I know what it looks. That that that's what it breaks down to at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 all about what you want to eat too, though. Like, you, you know, I'm tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't want the apple. Like, I want the Snickers bar. You know, but then you find brands out there. Now, there's this brand that I'm gonna throw out there. I actually it. frequently post them in my story. They make these, you know, the Reese's cups. Yeah. They make them with less sugar, and to me, they taste way better. They're called Unreal. I don't know if you've heard of them before. I have not. Oh, my God. There's only seven grams of sugar inside okay. of the, the, the Reese's Cups. They're made with almond butter. Oh, man, and, I wish I could have that. Oh, my God. It, it's so amazing. Like I, They're so good. You You literally have to, like... Uh, okay, so I used to buy the bag, and then I would find myself eating the whole bag in two days. <laughs> so I don't buy the bag anymore. Now they they come in these smaller sizes that I purchase, where you just get the two, just like you can purchase like a package of the the Reese's cup. You want to do something so- really? You want you want to elevate that a little bit? Mm-hmm. So it's something that I actually do with Reese's cups. I'd love to try those, but unfortunately, you you gave me the uh, you told me something I can't have. I have I have a tree nut allergy. Um, oh, but yeah. they got the ones that they oh uh, peanuts is that a tree nut? No, too? no. Uh, so a, a peanut is a lagoon. A tree nut. You're, I'm talking almonds, pecans. So all they that got stuff. the peanut ones too. They got okay. They got, uh, then I can do that. Yes, you have got to try them. So if you take mm-hmm. them, put them in the freezer mm-hmm, for like 25, 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. You don't want to freeze them completely. You just want them to get really cold, and then eat okay, them. it's a whole different game. Oh my god, you're making me hungry, and it's you know, it's a whole different game. It's a whole different game because when you when you when you when you chill them mm-hmm. for some odd reason, it brings out some more flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it is because then like you bite into it. And it's almost like it's almost like ice cream, but it's not. Yeah, you, you can trick you, your you it, can trick your senses. <laughs> well, no, it's not, it's not even about tricking the senses. It's the it it like because it starts to melt, and then mm-hmm. it kind of like gives you each little layer. I don't know. It's just a buddy of mine was like, dude, we did it with regular Reese's cups, and uh, we did it with the ones that are Reese's pieces filled because it's even mm-hmm. better. But he's like, dude, he's like, you're buying one. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of Reese's Cups. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, I, I'll show you. He's like, I'm going to show you the way. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll bite, you know, I'll play. Let's go. And we did it, and, um, oh, it was just so good. He was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it I, let, I, you know what? I got to really, I got to try that. Now that yeah. I'm going to try. And if you, if you really want to feel super lazy and you want to, you want to you take time doing it, then all you got to do is just throw it in the refrigerator overnight. Mm-hmm. If you throw it in the oh, refrigerator I'm... overnight, you'll get the exact same kind of say the exact same thing. Just if you want to be ill patient, throw it in the freezer for, <laughs> for 30 minutes. <laughs> get a head start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh my God. It just, oh my it God. It just goes quicker. Now, I I want to ask you this question. Like with your mm-hmm. spice line, when you were mm-hmm. starting to create all these flavors, mm-hmm. what were what were some of the like when you I know when I when I create our spices, sometimes mm-hmm. I have like a rough rough idea and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I know I kind of want to put these three spices together and then mm-hmm. I want to put this flavor profile through it and mm-hmm. I want to make sure that it 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 translates well on on this cut of meat, right? Yeah. When you're doing yours, mm-hmm. what kind of runs through your head when you're putting all that stuff together? What what runs through my head is, is this something that everyone can enjoy, no matter what the, the cultural background is? You know okay. what I'm saying? Like you want, so yeah, it is an African exotic spice line, but you still want every culture to be able to enjoy these spices and because they almost put it into their, into their cuisine, right? Yes. You want them to still be able, and that's why if you notice my, uh, Instagram page, I don't cook like a ton of African food and put it on there. I, I still cook a lot of, um, universal or American dishes that people can see, like, you can still use this. They're African exotic spices, but you can still use this in a a bunch of different cuisines. You know, like I make one of the spices is an Ethiopian blend spice called the Berber spice. And I actually put it in a mac and cheese. It's called a Berber mac and cheese. Okay. And that's like a winner for everyone. They absolutely love the Berber mac and cheese, you know what I'm saying? And then like, um, the, the suya is, is a shish kebab, you know, who doesn't eat shish kebab? You know what I'm saying? So like you still can put it on like your grilled meats, your grilled fish. So what goes through my mind is when I create the spices is first and foremost, is this something that everybody can eat no matter what the cultural background? And number two, can people, whether spicy or mild, can they they still enjoy that same impact of flavor. Because, you know, some things, it's like, I feel like some spices, like if it's not spicy, the flavoring is kind of not the same when you taste it like versus kinda, when it is. If you kind of, yeah, dull the heat Yes, down. yes, yes. So it's like I have to make sure that I'm tweaking it too. Like, you know what, you're still getting that um, packful flavor, even though you're not getting that heat you know, with it. So you, you're still enjoying it. So like, I always look at stuff like this. Is this, the, is this something I can put on anything? Is this something that I, if I, and I don't just try them out on myself. I usually tell my family, like, try this. What does this taste like? You know, I'll have my siblings come over and I'll have them, um, taste, taste a bunch, a bunch of my dishes and say, what, what do you feel about this? And they, you know, that's, they'll either say, I love it. Or they'll say, ah, oh, that was a little bit, you know, um, because you know, taste, taste is so subjective, right? Yep. So you don't know, I could love something and eat it over and over every day. And someone else that we're like best friends can eat the same thing and be like, this was disgusting. I'm never having this again. Mm-hmm. Oh, you absolutely! Know. I had this discussion in in um in the worst place in the world, which is uh, Facebook groups, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and I say that it's because everyone's a fucking critic and everyone thinks they know the right thing. And mm-hmm. somebody was like, you know, this this seasoning is a little bit too too sugary for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, or it's too sweet for me. I'm like, yeah, because it's fucking ninety five percent sugar. Like that was my right. my reply, and. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other guys was one of the other guys that chimed in was like, I don't think it's too sweet. I think it's perfect. <laughs> See? Okay, cool. But but <laughs> right. this is a human that's saying, Hey, 
this is too sugary to me. Is there a way to change it so it's less sugary? And exactly. I add stuff so it doesn't taste exactly. as sugary. And his reply was, it's not sugary, just eat it. See what I'm saying? Like That's like someone that does not really upstate. You, that comment in itself would just tell you that that person is not aware that taste is subjective. Yeah. It's like, dude, you don't quite get it. Um, and uh, like I replied to him and I was like, that's the beautiful thing about cooking. We all have different tastes. We yeah. all like different shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, here yes. we go. Like, it, it's just how it is. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like cooking or if you don't, if you, if you're one of those people that is like, I, I, I go through like A, B, C, D, and then it's done. Then mm -hmm. you don't need to chime into. No, you don't. Just keep your thoughts to yourself because you don't know what the fuck. You don't know what you're talking about first. Let's start there. You know what I'm saying? And I never get offended when someone says like, ah, you know, I kind of didn't like that. A lot of times I do tell them, well, maybe you can try it on this. You know, maybe you can, because um, I do have also like a lot of vegan customers that'll email me and say, hey, is this, you know, vegan friendly or something like that? And then I'm like, yeah, you know, you can still like eat grilled vegetables with this. You don't necessarily have to just put it on meats. Yeah. Um and, you know, things, uh, spices, seasonings, rubs, they take, they also taste different depending on what you put them on. Absolutely. And I, I hope, you know, my biggest thing is, you know, try it before you put mm -hmm. it on anything. Um, yeah. And I've, I've had people that have purchased our spices, you know, and they mm -hmm. were like, oh my God, it's so like, it's just so intense. And I'm like, well, did you mm -hmm. try it out of the bottle before you seasoned it? <laughs> and they're like, no, I just seasoned like I normally do. I'm like, dude, oh, you gotta try it. Yeah. Oh my, you know what? And that's so funny when you are a cook and when you are someone that it's like a, you're like this food connoisseur and people say stuff to you like that, you kind of give them the eye, like where, who raised you? you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, like my, my always question is like, okay, so you're telling me that you didn't try mm -hmm. what's in this bottle before you no. decided to pour it to before you decided the amount to pour onto something exactly to know exactly. its potency i know it's insane you you you'll be amazed like it's insane where you're like um okay you know and, and it's like it's like you already know you don't even really know how to reply to them like hmm okay so well, we also I get like done. we get people that are like we we have a shiitake mushroom rub um, and basically what we do is we take our shiitake mushrooms, we take them fresh, we, mm -hmm. we smoke them, we dehydrate them, and then we, we grind them up and put them through the rub. Mm -hmm. And what people are like, well, I don't like mushrooms. I'm like, cool, fantastic. Just try it. Mm -hmm. And they'll try it and they're like, oh my God, it's so good. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, because you don't like the texture of mushrooms. Mm -hmm. when they're full and moist you know what i mean mm -hmm. but when you dehydrate that mushroom i've changed the texture mm -hmm. but I, i've saved the flavor mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I've you know what i mean like i i've i made it different mm -hmm. and um we we convert so many people that are so not convert but we have we have so many people that are like i hate mushrooms but i love your mushroom rub that's so that's so crazy because but it's also so true they it, it's different it's changed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and the, it's so true it's like all in how you prepare things and uh, honestly i do think that people you know like i said they just really got to educate themselves on how how to prepare food how to prepare food you want good tasting food you want to stop eating out um, you got to do some experiments, you know what I'm saying? You got to be in that kitchen and, uh, or you just going to keep subjecting yourself to the, well, you know, the, 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 I always call it the unhealthy lie. We tell each other that, oh, you know, well, eating out every day isn't bad if I'm 
you know, going to a restaurant that I think I'm picking the most healthiest thing on the menu, you really don't know how they're really preparing that. But, you know, that's what you got to tell yourself to uh, keep taking the, the short corners like we talked about earlier then that's what you got to tell yourself. I can tell you this right now. If you think it has real butter in it, I promise you it does. <laughs> and I can promise you it's got more butter in it than you think it then does. Then you know it probably was cooked the entire time in butter, but okay. I, you know. I cook for a living. I, I know how much butter I put in stuff. Exactly. You want to know exactly. why? Because real butter tastes fucking good. You it know what does. tastes really bad? Fake butter. Yes. Yes, it does. It really does. So, and, and that's the truth. I'm, I'm not here. And I, I tell people, listen, I'm not here to be your dietitian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here to make good food and make it taste good. That's uh, right. And I cook barbecue, so it's hearty food. Um, I'm not here. I'm not here to be your diet plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, a, a full pan of mac and cheese for us takes two sticks of butter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? See? It just does. And, and you're right. If 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 you're if if you're looking for that, you know, what do I want to say? That that almost that sinful taste. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. If it tastes good, it's it's probably cooked with real butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah. so true. You know, I just I and I, I just think it's funny when people are like, oh well, I ask for no butter. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> sure, no problem. Let us run back there and get that. <laughs> yeah, like that's going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Yes, I know. I well, know. I want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast and hanging out with us. And, no problem. Thank and, you. And, this and was chatting, so much fun. Chatting food and, um, you know, kind of talking about spices and talking about that. Um, what I do want to ask you is can you please tell everyone where they can follow your journey on the Internet so that they can keep following along with you? Yeah, and where they absolutely. can pick up your spice lines. Absolutely. So you would just go to everything is at heels spelled H E E L S I N H E A L T H. You will also go to healsandhealth.com to pick up some spices. We got some great African spices. And you can follow my personal Instagram and personal journey at the Chanel of Spices. Now, one last question. Do you guys ship worldwide or are you only yes. shipping? Okay, you are worldwide. Fantastic. Yes, we are. That was that was, that was just my one question. So, yes. guys, she does ship worldwide. So, a lot of my listeners tend to be outside the United States. She will ship anywhere. Um, I know people are always looking for new spices and new mm-hmm. new, new things to put on their meat. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am too, guys. <laughs> so, thank you so, thank you so much. And... Um, We will chat with you soon. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great night.